it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. And I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. And there's a lot of jokes being made about Mark Zuckerberg, about how he's going to have this whole Elon Musk fight to the end and see who is the better billionaire with the bigger ego. Well, news out this past week that Mark Zuckerberg is really training, training hard for this. And he's consuming about 4,000 calories a day. And where is he doing this? Believe it or not, at McDonald's. That's right. His favorite order is this. 20 chicken nuggets, a quarter pounder, large fries, an Oreo McFlurry, an apple pie, and then he gets some cheeseburgers maybe for later. Wow. Who would have ever thought that Mark Zuckerberg, wearing Brunello Cuncinelli, which is an expensive Italian brand, uh, goes into McDonald's and every day eats 4,000 calories worth of stuff at McDonald's. Crazy stuff. And speaking of, with McDonald's closing all around Russia, I guess that means it's now a no Fry Zone. Oh, yeah, that was funny. On that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess here with you once again. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. It's just crazy, isn't it? And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. And you can find my award-winning show in over 420 top stations across the United States. And you can get us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free over at commando.com. Just hit that big old bright yellow button that says the Commando Community. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the Armed Forces Network Radio, serving 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea. Yes, they get the Kim Commando Show, too. I love that. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Now, here's the deal. I love to hear from all of you, but if you need immediate technical support, you need somebody to hold your hand through something, I want you to reach out to my team of experts over at GetKim'sHelp.com. Once again, that's GetKim'sHelp.com. Alrighty then, every single day I check out 38, I actually counted it, 38 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on all things digital. And here are five things that you need to know right now that's happening in the tech world. And we're going to start with ChatGPT. That's right. Even though ChatGPT has only been in use for around eight months, there are a few places online that just haven't been touched by its inaccuracies and outright lies. Yes, I did say outright lies. The AI chatbots, they don't lie all the time, and that's the problem. Unless you're familiar with all the material that the chatbots write about, you can't readily spot the false information, and they're calling it AI hallucinations. And they place every business, every organization, every school student using ChatGPT at high-risk consequences. We're talking about lawsuits, uh, failing grades, job losses. Now, here's the deal. Google is now pitching a news-writing AI chatbot to legitimate news organizations. Yes, we're talking about AI writing the news. At Google, it's called Genesis. So this is really unsettling, not just to journalists, because here's the deal. Where does ChatGPT get all of its information? Where does AI get all of its information? Well, right now, it's getting it primarily off of the Internet, okay, which is filled with, what, lies and misinformation, just tons of it. So that's why you just can't trust ChatGPT and AI to give you the right answer all the time. 
All right, moving on to number two. This is really fascinating that if you are an actor, it's time for you to just get a brand new career. Listen to this story. Alexandra Rubicaba is a professional background actor in Los Angeles. She normally makes around $200 a day for this work. Now, during the pandemic, she landed a four-week stint on the Disney Plus series WandaVision. Okay, this is fabulous. It's wonderful. She's working for Disney. This should just make her career explode. But get this, she was called to a tractor trailer along with her other background fellow actors, and each one was called to stand out in front of these high-tech cameras on metal rigs. And now, you have to picture this. They were tucked behind glass, and nothing seemed out of place. I mean, after all, she was on this superhero show, right? Well, in front of this rig, she got a set of directions from the director. She was asked to show different poses and expressions, her hands in, her hands out, happy, scared, frustrated all while looking in different directions. After about 15 minutes, there was a complete digital replica of her. That's right, along with all the, all the other actors. They, were, they weren't being told that they were being digitized or how these digital selves would be used. But AI is totally going after Hollywood. Uh, moving on to number three, times must be really hard for Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know if you've ever seen the ads for Daily Harvest, but they're all over social media. They promote healthy smoothies and soups, all delivered to your doorstep, and it's backed by Gwyneth Paltrow and also her friend, her BFFs, uh, Serena Williams. Now, here's the bad news. Some of the food that Daily Harvest is sending out is really making people sick. I mean, very sick. The brand's lentil and leek crumbles sent 130 people to the hospital 40 of them had to have their gallbladders removed. Oh, my gosh, right? Now, the reason why I bring this up is that Gwyneth did a deal with Airbnb, and she put her Montecito house, which is a gorgeous house, up on Airbnb, and they're going to give one night free to stay in her guest house. And uh, it opens up on August 15th, so you can enter to try to get that. Now, she says it's her sanctuary for mental clarity, and you're going to have all the Goop Essentials to Nourish Your Body, Mind, and Soul. After all, that's her company. And I'm wondering if that includes the scented candle. You know that I'm talking about. It has that unique, exciting uh, fragrance. That's right. It can be a little anticlimactic, they say. Uh, moving on to number four, would you get a brain chip implant? Uh, Keith Thomas's life had changed a couple of years ago. He dove into a swimming pool, miscalculated, and he broke his neck. And he was paralyzed from the neck down. Uh, he lost his independence. He spent most of his days confined to his bed. He got out of the house once every six months. But the reason why I bring this up is that life is changing for him because now he's able to move his hands thanks to a medical study. It happened at Northwell Health's Feinstein Institute for Medical Research. What they did is put five small microchips inside Keith's brain, and they pulse electrical patterns to activate and strengthen the damaged nerves in his spinal cord. And now, if you think this is just science fiction, it's really happening thanks to computer tech. And finally, this, number five, there's a way to live in mansions around the world for free. A fascinating story that I saw in Business Insider about Marco from Argentina and Fran from Illinois. They were in this long-distance relationship. But as they found each other, they started developing this love of travel. And they, they went to all kinds of places, like uh, Thailand and India and Brazil. 
and they don't pay for the airline tickets to meet each other. As a matter of fact, they get paid to do this and they get paid to house it. So their air travel, uh, all their expenses, everything's all free. And how are they doing this? It's over at a website called trustedhousesitters.com. Once again, that's trustedhousesitters.com. I would totally love that gig, wouldn't you? Just just travel all around the world, get paid for it, not have any expenses. Yeah, sign me up. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. E-bikes are just loaded with a lot of tech. They're pricey, they're fun, and they're selling like crazy. But a lot of these e-bikes are getting a little too hot. I mean, there are stories from all corners of the world about e-bikes just bursting into flames. It's just frightening. And let me tell you, I own a few e-bikes, and I always make sure that I follow the rules, but a lot of people aren't. And so firefighters are tackling these scary situations, suspect the same thing nearly every single time. Electric bike batteries are to blame. Now, New York City is just facing an e-bike epidemic, and we're talking about building fires, even fatalities. And to help us shed some light on this issue and get some tips along the way, we have with us the highest-ranking uniform position for the New York City Fire Department, FDNY Chief of Department John Hodgins. So when it comes to the fire department facing these e-bike fires, uh, is there a trend? What have you noticed? Yeah, so as you said, um, there's just been a tremendous uptick in the amount of fires uh, related to e-bikes. For example, in 2019, we had 30 fires related to e-bike batteries or lithium-ion batteries with zero deaths and only 13 injuries. Fast forward to 2022, and we had 220 fires with 147 injuries and six deaths. And 2023, has, they've increased even more. And as year to date, we have 144 fires, 88 injuries, and 13 deaths, which is just um, yeah, tragic. It is. Now, when you roll up to a structure fire, do you know if it's a battery-fueled fire or not? And do you fight that fire differently? Um, no, we do not know. Um, you know, we see, you know, just like we always see, whether it be a, a heavy smoke in the street uh, or flames coming out windows, and we go in, we fight the fire uh, the same way. And we, uh, you know, we just attack it from from the inside with a with a with a hose line. Uh, with the e-bike fires, that section that that e-bike will be a little stubborn, um, but we eventually will be able to extinguish with like copious amounts of water. And what's the biggest obstacle to fighting these fires? The biggest obstacle, I would say, is the. The, how fast the fire spreads um, when it when it starts from one of these uh, e-bike devices, the lithium-ion batteries. It's more like an explosion. Uh, it starts out as a light smoke condition coming out of the battery, and within seconds, literally, the room is engulfed in flame. So that is really, you know, the big challenge, and that's the reason why so many people have been killed is that they have no chance of getting out due to how fast this happens. Wow. Are there any fire codes specifically for e-bikes and these lithium-ion batteries? 
Uh, yes, we have in our fire code, there's, um, you know, a limit to how many of the batteries can be charged. Uh, there's some new legislation out that prohibits the sale or use of batteries that are not certified by a testing laboratory. An example would be uh, UL. Um, so, you know, we're in conversation with city, state and federal lawmakers to try to, you know, get even some more laws passed, uh, uh, regulation that would make this something that's safer. So what do you think consumers are doing what, wrong? What's the some of the big mistakes when they're charging their e-bikes? They charge them overnight. They leave them unattended. They use a different charger for uh, the battery that than the one that came with the bike. These bikes are used extensively here, usually for uh, food delivery. And, you know, when the performance starts to suffer, whether it be that the battery doesn't last as long or the bike doesn't go as fast, they actually take them apart and try to enhance the performance. And that's something that's really uh, dangerous. And, you know, because they're... Uh, tampering with, you know, like a product that was certified at a laboratory and it's maybe not doing, putting it back together the way it should be. You know, John, I've never heard of that, that somebody actually is trying to go in there and enhance the performance. What are they doing exactly? Inside the the e-bike battery, it you know, it's a usually a uh, rectangular box. Inside there is actually like individual battery cells. They look like a double A battery, a little bigger. And sometimes some of them, you know, fail. Then the rest of them are, are good. So they remove the ones that are not working and replace them. But the manner in which they do it may not be up to the specs uh, of the manufacturer. So tampering with the batteries and, and rebuilding them is, is a big problem and causes a lot of fires. I know I realize because, you know, I'm from New Jersey. I know it's totally different than New York. But uh, are you seeing an increase in EV battery fires as well? No, we really have not, you know, and I think that all comes down to the technology. I think e-bike, uh, the technology is just not there yet um, as far as the safety components. And with the vehicles, although we get them occasionally, um, it, it's, it's a lot less of, of a, you know, a problem. And so some just general rules of thumb, you know, don't leave your e-bike plugged in when you're not home or overnight. If you can, charge it outside. I know that's really hard in a big city like New York, especially if, you know, somebody right. is going to steal it. Uh, you know, and the of course, use the charger that came with the device. And also, when you do have them inside your home, never leave them in your path of egress, such as, you know, as in your exit pathway, whether it's by a window or by the front door or, you know, that's a a big mistake to, to put them yeah, somewhere that if, God forbid, there is a fire, you know, you're still able to get out. And then are there just a, a couple of last questions? Are there some clear signs that the battery is going to uh, maybe cause a fire? If it, if it starts to smell, it looks funny, makes weird noises? Yes. Um, if the battery is damaged in any way, that, that's, a, that's a clear indication that there's more potential for fire. John, is there anything else you want to add? I would just say that, you know, it all comes down to public uh, fire safety messaging and the public needs to, you know, pay attention and realize that these devices have a potential for dangerous uh, situation and uh, the numbers speak to that. 
very clearly with the, um, you know, in, so far in New York City, we've had 13 deaths associated with these fires. So it's, you know, they're, they're a great uh, way of getting around and uh, very convenient for people. But at the same time, you have to take it very serious and, you know, charge them according to the directions that, you know, the manufacturer recommends and never tamper with the batteries. Thanks, John, for being here. You know, what a great interview that is. I mean, you know, talking about e-bikes, you know, make sure that you do follow the rules because, you know, we don't really know exactly where how these batteries are going to interact with all of our different components that we're putting towards that. And so you make sure that you always follow the rules and never leave that e-bike plugged in 24-7. Did you know that there's a hidden code attached to your phone that gives advertisers and marketers access to your private data? Yeah, it's called MAID, M-A-I-D, and that really stands for Mobile Advertising ID. And in a nutshell, this code is attached to your smartphone. It collects data on all your online activities. Now, it's supposed to be anonymous and shouldn't be connected to your name or any other sensitive information. But as it turns out, guess what? That's not the case. Yeah, I know. We're all shocked. There are reports of... A slimy data brokers who boast of collecting this made data and connect all of it to your personal information, like your full name, address, phone number, email address, even your IP address. But listen up. There's a way to make sure that none of what your phone collects on you is attached to this mobile advertising ID. So here's what you need to do. On your iPhone or Android device, just head to your settings and you want to toggle off Disable Personalized Ads. That's all there is. Disable Personalized Ads. You want to make sure that that's off. All right. Let's see. We have Glenn in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello there, Glenn. Uh, so great to talk to you today. I'm a first-time caller, but a long-time reader of your articles, anywhere from uh, preventing scams to saving more money at Costco. So I appreciate everything you uh, <laughs> do for us out there. Um, you I betcha. Have a, I'm here uh, for you. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Uh, I have a. I have just purchased a 24-inch Vizio TV for our kitchen, and in order to use the wireless capability, I have to agree to both Vizio and Google terms of service, as well as their privacy policies. Uh, that concerns me. I'm not sure if it should. Is it kind of the first question? And then, is there a way to get around that, or should I just return the TV and get another one? Well, let's talk about Vizio. And Vizio isn't alone in this. Um, Vizio actually makes two times revenues selling data than it does selling TV. So let me put that into perspective. They call it the Platform Plus. So when you look at Vizio's revenues for over, say, three months, this Platform Plus, and it sounds really good, like, oh, I like Platform Plus. I would want to have Platform Plus. I mean, why wouldn't I? Uh, it pulled in around $58 million in gross profit. Okay. Uh, how much do you think they made selling their TVs? Well, I kind of gave it away because I said two times. Uh, selling their TVs, they made around $25 million. Okay. So you can see where the TV is becoming the lost leader. And that's because Vizio uses its TVs to gain access to the real money makers, which is what? Your data and advertising data. And so you can turn it off if you want. 
uh, on Vizio. If you have a, a brand new Vizio Smart TV, which you have, it's going to be under System <clears throat> and then Reset and Admin, and then it says Viewing Data. Don't worry about writing that down. We'll send that to you, okay? If you have okay. an older Vizio, just happen to be listening, it's under Internet Apps. Um, we also have the steps on how to remove them over at the website for Sony, LG, and Hisense. And so what kind of data are they selling, right? That's always the next question. Um, what you're watching how long you watch the commercials that you actually sit through, the commercials that you skip. Uh, they may be getting some demographic information based on your zip code and, and then tying that into your other data points that they have. So they can build a whole big profile about you based on, you know, maybe you're watching um, My 600-Pound Life, and then after that, you're watching The Real Housewives of New York City, because I know you sound totally sound like you're totally into The Real Housewives, <laughs> aren't you? Yes, right? that's all me. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, so that's just, so, you know, if there's anybody in Atlanta that's watching 24-7, it's you, Glenn. I know that. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and so, so I don't think you need to take it back. I just think that you probably want to go in and toggle off that viewing data. But just keep in mind that you know, anytime you have a TV connected to the internet, it's it's going to track you, okay? And yeah. there's a lot of value in those data points. So, uh, so you know, you know, is it something to worry about? If you don't like it, turn it off. Otherwise, you can leave it on. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, obviously, I'll turn it off. I am in IT, and now it worries me that uh, the company's collecting the data they do on us nowadays. I know. Seems like everywhere you turn, somebody's collecting data. Yeah. Uh, again, if you need those steps, we're just hang on the line, Glenn. We're going to send you those steps. For everybody else, head over to commando.com, and you can just search for an article that says Stop Smart TV Tracking. Once again, that's Stop Smart TV Tracking. And Brady in Minneapolis, you're up next. Well, love listening to your show. I've been listening for a long time, and now it's uh, finally come to the time for my to wonder whether I should be replacing the battery in my phone because it's discharging fairly quick or if okay. uh, since it's an iphone 10 is it just time to retire it and move on is uh, apple mm. going to support it that much longer in the future you know it's always that question isn't it it's, do i pay to fix it is it worth fixing should i just go buy a new one <laughs> and it's it doesn't it seems to be like anything that we have in tech comes under those categories at some point um, well, the no. iPhone that you have was released in 2017, uh, which generally means mm -hmm. that Apple is going to stop assigning any type of updates, firmware updates, probably this year. Okay. So um, okay. it's not going to receive any more software updates, which means that you need to get a new phone. And I know a lot of people are like, Apple does this on purpose. It's planned obsolescence and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? It's just the way it is. And I wish it was different uh, because, like, for example, I have a 1946 Chevy pickup truck. And I love that truck, okay? <laughs> but it just doesn't work that way in technology. Um, what is the percentage of the battery? Uh, it only gets 86% uh, of the full charge now. Typically, it's, you're, you're, on, you're almost on the borderline. It's about 80% is when we say, all right, it's time to replace the battery. And replacing the battery can cost anywhere from, say, $15 to $100. Um, and the, the, the phone's battery is designed to retain at least 80% of the original capacity after 500 complete charge cycles. So the question is, because the battery is uh, acting up, uh, because it's no longer in warranty, I'm sure it's not, unless you have Apple Care Plus, 
they may replace the battery, but still the phone is going to be replaced. So it may be time for you to, I'm sorry, spend money and get a new phone, you know, because, you know, it's kind of like uh, not what we want to do. Uh, the newest, latest iPhone models or anything from, say, you know, $400, uh, which is a 2020 version of the iPhone SE to the iPhone 14 Pro Max, which is, you know, $1,600. So it, uh, so it really depends on what you want to do, but just know that the phone that you have right now, it's not going to last much longer simply because it's going out of date. And that's just the way it is. Uh, if you need some more information about which iPhone to buy, we have some handy-dandy charts over on the website. Just hit commando.com. And Brady, thank you so much for your call today. I do appreciate you getting through. All right. Your phone is pretty valuable. Think about it. How much did you spend for it? 500 1000 maybe even $2,000 on a smartphone? So criminals are getting creative in stealing your phone. Like, for example, my friend Mary was on vacation in Rome with her 14-year-old daughter, and they were just taking selfies, and then some good Samaritan came over and said, oh, here, uh, let me help you. I'll take a picture of you and your beautiful daughter. And so Mary put her pin in and handed her phone over to the guy, and then guess what? He ran away with her $2,000 phone. Or how about this one? You're out at a bar and somebody says, oh, gosh, you know, we should get to know each other. You know, text me your number. And so you open up your phone, you put your pin in, you text, guess what? Yes, that person will also run away with your phone. And also another way, uh, somebody will come up to you and ask to borrow your phone because their car broke down or their dog died or whatever it may be, the trauma of the moment. And then again, you put in your pin and yes, you know the rest of the story. They, you give them your phone and then they run away. So just make sure that you're super cautious when you're out and about. And if somebody uh, just seems a little suspicious, they probably are. And they may not always be that good Samaritan. Hey, if you're not already following us on social media, what are you waiting for? Especially on Instagram. I have to tell you this story. Um, Ian sent me a video that his friend took of him. And it's kind of a strange story that they were in L.A. and an elderly woman was trying to cross the street and the cars wouldn't stop for her in the crosswalk. So my son Ian put his hand out to stop the cars and then he walked this elderly woman across the street. Well, his friend videoed him doing this and then sent me the video. It's like, you know, this is like what a gentleman that your son is. And then, of course, Ian sent me the video as well and said, you know, this is going viral. And it is. And in case you want to see the video yourself, head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. Once again, that's Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. That's where I'm also posting some updates. As many of you are aware, I had a cornea transplant a couple of months ago, and everything was going great. Things are not going so well now, but I'm hoping for it to turn around. But in case you're looking for some updates on my personal life, again, that's going to be over at Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. Uh, Kenneth in Carmel, Maine. Very pleased that you decided to check my question. I just purchased a smartwatch, which I saw advertised on, on Facebook. And mm -hmm. so I did some researching on it because it, it is supposed to be able to give you a blood glucose reading without blood sticks. It does it okay. does it by reading with a laser light. And it sounded right. very intriguing. And uh, uh, Apple has not come out with it. They're, working, they're playing the technology, but Apple hasn't come out with that yet. 
So I purchased it, and when I finally received it, the instruction book was very vague. All it told me is it was a smartwatch, didn't give me a model number or anything with it. And after some reading in the book, I finally found uh, that it is an E400 model. And from that, I could, could I finally okay, found well, some videos and things. But my question to you is, the app that they asked me to load is called H-Band. And I'm concerned of the safety of that uh App okay. to put that on my uh, here, phone. Okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you right off here, Kenneth, because here's okay. my concern: is that you you bought something on Facebook? Well, uh, not from Facebook. Ad, I just I followed an ad. Yes, I understand that. I understand yep. that. I know you didn't you didn't buy it from Facebook. Okay, but you saw an ad on Facebook. Yeah, and there's a lot of Chinese junk and garbage that's being sold on Facebook. Apparently, now, yes. you said that this capability is not available with an iPhone, but it is, and also a watch. Uh, there's a company called Dexcom, that's D-E-X-C-O-M, mm-hmm. and it's a small wearable sensor. It's sort of just under the skin, normally on your abdomen, and it measures the glucose levels. Uh, attached to the sensor is a transmitter, which wirelessly sends it to an iPhone mm-hmm. or to your watch. So you get real-time monitoring. You get uh, glucose readings every five minutes. Yeah. You get continuous tracking. And then it also interacts with how, how much you eat, your exercise, yeah. your medication. Uh, it can display the current glucose level, any trends. It also will alert you if the levels are moving too high or too low. Uh, and it's compatible with a whole bunch of devices. You don't need those finger sticks required anymore. It's it's uh, it's all done wirelessly. And then it also can share your data with your caregivers, your healthcare providers, and the sensor is wearable for up to ten days. And so, if 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 you're looking for a really good solution to monitor your blood levels, your blood glucose levels rather, is that. I wouldn't depend upon something that I bought off of Facebook and then they tell me that they have to, I got to download this app and this and that. I I would go with the standard because this is your health you're talking about. I would send that back, get a refund automatically, just get a refund. And then look at this Dexcom G6. Again, it's called D-E-X-C-O-M G6. There are other companies that do the same thing, uh, OneDrop and MySugar. But, you know, the capability for you to uh, work with this on your phone and also on your smartwatch, uh, like the Apple Watch, it's it's just if, if you are trying to monitor your health, that's where I'm going to point you into what is the best, not to what is being sold on some ad on Facebook because I don't know what it is. And I just know that there's just a lot of garbage being sold on Facebook. And I just want to make sure that, that you didn't buy one of those and and what sounds like you did and go with the best. And again, that's Dexcom, OneDrop, or MySugar. I wish I had better news for you, Kenneth, but this is where we need to go. You want to go with the iPhone and an Apple Watch. Now, I want every one of you to be super careful when you're on Facebook and you see any type of ads for any type of health products. Um, I want you to be sure that you read the ads super carefully and do research the company. Look for the official website. Look at customer reviews. Uh, Check them out at BBB.org. Look for any certifications. And especially if it's relating to your health, I'd like you to reach out 
to your healthcare provider and say, you know, is this something that you would recommend? Uh, is this a supplement that I should take? But again, I want you to be very careful because Facebook, you know, like Google, they're not going to go ahead and look at anybody who wants to put an ad about a medical product up on their site. They're not going to do that. Okay. So you have to be careful. You have to do your homework. I don't want anything bad to ever happen to any of my listeners. And so again, just make sure that you do the research. Hey, are you someone who's always hunting down your keys? Maybe you lost a wallet, you lost a shoe, whatever it may be. Now, if you're an iPhone owner, you have to get yourself some of these Apple AirTags to keep track of everything that matters. I mean, yeah, I know you can put one in your bag and on your keys, but you can also get creative. Like, for example, if you have a Roomba or a robotic vacuum cleaner, maybe it gets stuck under the furniture and hard to find places. What's really interesting is that you can just put a little air tag attached to it, and then anytime that little robotic vacuum gets lost, and you're like, where is it? Now you know exactly where it is because you can use the Find My app, and then, then you can use the Find My app for, uh, then you can just use the Find My app. Or how about this? Attach an air tag to your television remote. No more hunting around in between the cushions every time that remote disappears. And what about where you parked? I actually put an air tag in every one of my cars. So that this way I know where I parked it. But in addition, if it just happens to go lost or stolen, then I can always track it down and turn that location over to the police. And by the way, AirTags, uh, cheapest place to get them is Costco. You can get four of them for about $89 versus $100 over on Amazon. Hey, tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because knowledge is power. You can always find me 24-7 at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.